0: Fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program.
1: Welcome to it. Pat Gray and Jeffy for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program. He's back on Monday. 888-727-BECK. Uh, we got a full slate of stuff we got to get to, uh, including what's going on in Iraq and Iran and what may be going on there very soon. We'll get to all of that and much more in one minute.
2: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
1: Pat and Jeffy for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program, 888-727-BECK. Uh, Iraqi TV and three Iraqi officials said that uh, General Kasim Soleimani, head of Iran's elite Quds Force, has been killed in an airstrike at Baghdad's International Airport. The official said the strike also killed Abu Mahdi al Mohandas, the deputy commander of Iran-backed militias known as the Popular Mobilization Forces. So those two very influential, big officials in Iran are gone. We lost them. Oh, no. Yeah, we lost them. Their deaths... uh, are it probably going to spark some chaos I would guess maybe some retaliation from Iran I,
0: you know it does seem that way and Iran mm-hmm. has uh you know pretty much said as much yeah. but uh look we you know we we killed these these two men in from response from Iran yes in response in Iraq another yes. country what, what are they doing, doing? there and uh, thank you well, what they were
1: doing there was the general was planning attacks against US forces. Oh, yeah. So huh. uh, So that that's okay. Like, I guess. Yeah, you know to them it is I, Yes, it's I know. perfectly fine. I know. Um so President Trump's take on this is he should have been taken out many years ago. <laughs> well, of course. He's right. It would have saved it, American yes. lives. Yes, it would have. So we'll see what they have, you know, what what they're going to do about it um but I, I don't know. Do you just keep taking this? Do you just I mean, keep taking it and taking it and taking it, or do you finally put a stop to it? Uh, as President Trump has tried to do here,
0: and that's the concern, right? I mean, yes, was it the right thing to do? Yeah, I uh, think so. Did we did we absolutely need to do it? You know, mm. uh, yeah. Seems like I mean, it. yeah, it does seem like it that that needs to happen, right? I mean, we
1: it does seem like this has escalated things though again, right? I know.
0: And, and we that's were at just a time when we were talking about getting out. Just talked and just talked about it yesterday.
1: Uh it's time to actually pull out the remaining forces in Afghanistan and Iraq. And after 18 years, who can be opposed to that? Uh, I'm certainly not. Maybe you know maybe there are people who are opposed to that, but I, I think it's time. It's it's going on two decades. My hands up, get
0: out. Yeah,
1: let's go. But now you can't just up and leave now because things are going to get a little more dicey over there. And so they're talking about putting thousands of extra forces in there now. I think I think I just heard yesterday, didn't I hear another 4,000 are being prepped to uh maybe go back in? I mean, okay. And that's probably prudent because yeah. you know, you can expect some sort of retaliation effort on the part of Iran. Um, you know, so all the countries uh, that uh, are that make up the UN Security Council are all yelling about it. They none of them. I don't know that any of them support it. Even our allies were a little iffy on it. Yes, and of I course
0: woke up to uh, a, a world uh, less
1: safe. Oh, okay, shut, Thank up. You. shut up. Shut <laughs> up. Thanks for your help. Get off our continent. Take your stupid UN building. We're gonna bulldoze it. So get your Thank crap you. out of it. Load it onto a cargo plane yes. and get out. <laughs> It's just, I'd love to do
0: that with the the U.N. And if there's a president who would do it, it's this one. I know. There's nothing I want more (laughs) than to have Donald Trump say, you know what? Uh, The U.S. is going to pay for it. And what I've done is I've rented U-Hauls and just have them rode up up in front of the U.N. Absolutely. Pack them up.
1: You got 48 hours. Get out. All of you. (laughs) I don't want to see a single diplomat here uh, in that building and left. Right. Uh, It's over. right.
0: And just just to rub salt in everybody's wound, it's going to be Trump condos. (laughs) That would be
1: perfect. Yes. That would seriously be perfect. And, you know, take it uh, back to Europe. You know, put it headquarter the UN in Belgium like every other uh, one world government organization. Thank you. Headquarter it in Belgium. That's where it belongs. It doesn't belong in New York anyway. And we never get any support. From the U.N. Never. We always get condemnation. The U.S. and Israel receive nothing but condemnation. And we're the only two countries in the world who care about civil human rights. Anybody's rights. And uh, and we just get slapped around for it all the time. Backstabbed all the time. It, it's just tiresome. You know, it really is. It's tiresome. And it's time to get rid of it. Of course, that'll never happen. No. I don't know why. But uh, it just it won't happen. Meanwhile, anti-Semitic attacks are continuing in New York City. Jeez, things are pretty ugly there. Really ugly. Uh, you know, of course, we they had the shooting at the deli, had the uh, Hanukkah attack, where a guy with a machete came into a rabbi's house and stabbed five people with a machete before they drove him out of the, out of the house. Then he tried to go next door to the synagogue, Wanted to break in there, but a bunch of people from the house had gone into the synagogue and barricaded themselves in there, so he couldn't get in, he couldn't get in there. Fortunately, then you've got all kinds of attacks going on on the streets where Hasidic Jews are being it, it just beaten and kicked and attacked with folding chairs in the street. And it's the, the hatred weird.
0: Being preached wow. from from, wow. from the haters is uh, you know almost becoming overwhelming it's it's pretty shocking you have to see this uh, uh or
1: and or listen to this from ava Mohammed, who is uh a member of the nation of islam listen to what she is saying about the jews firing up uh people in the nation of islam against the jews
2: the torah the only time the jews have ever been present among us is to open their outposts their retail stores to sell us (laughs) Mm -hmm. damaged cheap goods marked up against the price. They were down there in the cotton fields in the Mississippi Delta teaching uh, the white uh, (laughs) Anglo-Saxon Protestants who were too stupid to keep us in check after the end Mm -hmm. of the Civil War. It was the Jews that had taught the white man. That's All the way up That's to the NBA, right
1: The now. NBA, oh. Yeah. A
2: modern day microcosm <laughs> of a plantation. Oh, my yeah. God. yeah, yeah. Burakon, she nailed that. Contrary to this idea, he attacks them. He is Allah's weapon against them. As a light giving son, he is exposing huh? them. Okay. He is making them known yeah. because through the teachings, of the honorable Elijah Muhammad that mm. only he is bringing, That's right. we That's will right. be freed of this blood-sucking parasite Good gosh. so they will no longer be able to sell us alcohol, drugs, Wait. depraved sex, Could and you every not other say type no of life thing, stuff? thing or, that is no, keeping I, I'm us sorry. from a at- mm. Yeah. Mm.
1: No oh, personal please. responsibility whatsoever? I, mm. That's fascinating. There's not one iota of personal responsibility going on there. None of it. I mean, it's all the Jews' fault because they're selling it to them. And it's so ridiculous. That's just
0: stupid. Not only damaged goods. Mm, Yeah. Not only damaged goods. Right, but but what
1: about the liquor and the drugs? The the, Jews are selling the black people, I guess. And the sex. And the sex. The sex they're peddling.
0: Man. Depraved. Depraved. That's the word she used Depraved
1: depraved Jewish sex is being sold to minority populations. And that's got to stop. Oh, man. You know? Wow, that kind of hatred uh, is really poisonous. Really. I mean, where do you even start with that? The Jews were in the South teaching whites how to hold on to their slaves.
0: Because yeah, they were too dumb, right? The Protestants were Yeah, well, the were whites
1: were obviously yeah. too stupid. Too stupid. And the Jews taught them. Because right. the Jews, having been slaves themselves for 400 years... I guess knew they we're familiar. How to hold yeah, on to slaves. They that, learned yes. from their slave masters yeah. and then they taught the stupid Protestant white people yes. how to do it in the American South. I wasn't aware of that history. That's an interesting lesson we just were taught. That that. Is, that's my new band name, though, Jews on the Delta. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is, is crazy just, talk and dangerous. Oh my gosh. And just hate filled.
0: I mean that's that's uh female Louis Louis Farrakhan. She's yeah
1: really bad. Yeah. I mean, how where's the uh the Southern Poverty Law Center uh on on her and and her hate. Oh, that, that, was, she probably was, the,
0: there. that was probably the That was probably the that's
1: right. <laughs> it's probably a representative yeah. from the Southern Poverty Law Center. Plus, the NBA is modern is the modern day plantation? Obviously. Obviously, they are so on the cotton plantations. The Jews were the uh, the blacks were making uh, the slaves there were making a lot of money. <laughs> like like the NBA players, were they oh, being man. well paid, they, well compensated oh, for their slavery? God,
0: they couldn't stop. It seems the to money.
1: be the, anticip- the antithesis of slavery is when you're being paid a huge sum of money to do what you're to, doing to perform at something that you're really good at. Yeah, yeah, and I hate that. And that you chose to do because you don't have to. You could go work anywhere. You don't have to work in this particular plantation. No, you I don't mean, have being, to.
0: They're being forced, right? No I mean, the players in the NBA are being no, forced. no. They can
1: leave it at any time and really? go somewhere else. Yeah.
0: What about after yeah. they sign the
1: contract? Though? Yeah, you can't uh, break contracts. Yeah, you can, and they can, do all you the can't time. Break pretty much every day. Yeah. Huh. So. Yeah, you could leave your twenty million dollar job and go sell shoes at Payless. <laughs> you could. Uh, I guess you could,
0: if there were any more Paylesses. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is outrageous and how many times are we going to hear the nba referred to as a plantation or a slave ship we went down the road we can't
0: we can't call the people who actually own the team's owners yeah what was what that was changed to something
1: the administrators or something yeah they won't because because of the slavery issue it's just it's unbelievable it is ridiculous Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. It's Pat and Jeffy for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. <laughs> <sighs> Pat Gray and Jeffy for the for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, okay, so. The owners aren't called owners in the NBA anymore. No, they, they moved away not. from that term years ago, we're being told. According to
0: Adam Silver, the NBA Commission uh, Years ago. Oh, long, long time. We're not, using, we're not using that term owner anymore. What are they being called uh, instead? We, it's not administrators. No, it is not administrators. Uh, we call our team owners. And he. it's funny how he says we call our team owners. Right, right. Um, governor of the team. <laughs> governor. And alternate, you know, or alternate governor. Okay, that's just stupid. I'm not
1: doing that. I'm sorry. I'm not calling the NBA owners. Governors of the team. <laughs> <laughs> Governors of the team? Uh, well, I mean, uh, it, it certainly is. So the guy who paid... $800 million for the franchise is not the owner. No, he's not the owner. I see. Okay. No, but <laughs> it's funny how we're, not, we're, not,
0: we're, we're going to call the owners of the team uh-huh. something else. The oh. guy who
1: buys the Lakers for $3 billion, he's not the owner. That's correct. He's just the governor of the team. Yes, of course. Okay.
0: <laughs>
1: just, it's, just, it's asinine. Just just how stupid dumb. we've become as a society. It's embarrassing, isn't it? Just dumb.
0: Just I mean, embarrassing. We're supposed to believe that... Uh, a woman isn't a woman because the man's they say they're yeah. not a woman. Yeah. Okay. And, you know and if they feel like they're not, they mm. they
1: identify as as a man. That makes them a man, and even fine. though they've got woman parts and they can have a baby. That means men can now have babies. No, it doesn't. If, you know, That's if, not what it means.
0: If you want if you think you're a man and you're a woman, fine, I don't care. I, yeah, I don't care either. But, That's fine. Don't, but don't but, try
1: to change science. Don't tell me you can you, have a baby you're not, now. You're not because you identify as something different you've been taking hormones and then right. oh, and by the way stop taking those hormones cuz now you want to have a baby like a woman does right and the only way you can do it is being a woman don't tell me you're a man cuz you're not it's impossible for a man to have a baby sorry that's just science that's just, that's not hate uh, that's that's not discrimination it's just a fact.
0: I mean, I don't know that... It's the, a fact. I don't know that the uh, the site Babylon B has done a story yet on a female uh, who uh, has transitioned into uh, a zebra, actually had a human baby. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just... Uh, stop. It, it's not true. You All right. You're not going to make me believe it. It's okay. You can believe it. Yeah, you, you can, can if you want but to. it's sure. not real. It's okay. Right.
1: Yeah. The rest and of us aren't going to play along. Remember the days when Republicans... Uh, conservatives were supposedly science deniers. Uh, wow. Nobody denies science more <laughs> right. than people on the left. Uh, it's it's crazy, the science denial. But we're the ones who are so stupid and, and ridiculous. <laughs> 7,000 years, the wor- world is 7,000 years old. <laughs> How much crazier is it for people to be saying, oh, yeah, a man can have a baby. Sure. Mm-hmm. And a woman can provide sperm. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. But don't you dare tell me that the earth is seven or ten thousand years old? Uh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, which is more likely? Which is more Occam's razor, which one of those two scenarios is more likely? That a man can have a baby or that the earth is seven or eight thousand years old? I think we both know the answer. Yeah, to that I think pattern. we do. That's the a man can have a baby. That's that's the more like. Thank to you. <laughs> that
0: way that goes without saying.
1: Yeah, of course. Uh, you know, speaking of all this anti-Semitism, more than a month before he was charged with the Hanukkah celebration uh, stabbings. Prosecutors say this Grafton Thomas used his cell, for, cell phone to search the Internet on why did Hitler hate the Jews? Uh, strange. Why does it matter to you why he hated the Jews? Either you do or you don't, right? I guess he was looking for reasons to hate. Right. That's kind of interesting, isn't it? Bizarre. Yeah. Uh, Then he entered that three more times over the following weeks. That was just one of the red flags authorities found when they went through all of his stuff. There were more online searches for temples near me. There were journals with the words Nazi culture on the same page as a swastika and a Star of David. The discoveries detailed by an FBI agent would bring Thomas to court uh, this coming Monday on federal hate crime charges, a day after he was charged with attempted murder in the stabbing that wounded five people at a rabbi's home in New York's Rockland County. This 37-year-old defendant answered routine questions, telling a judge he was coherent, before shuffling away slowly, feet shackled, to be held without bail. Um, So that's just one of the many incidents that have happened in New York City lately, uh, where there's been a rash of anti-Semitism. A 22-year-old man was assaulted by a 24-year-old woman overnight, that was the thirteenth reported anti-Semitic hate crime in the city since December twenty third, the first full day of Hanukkah. Wow! So when Hanukkah began, I guess all the all the haters came out and started attacking Jews. Um, also, a fifteen year old with a yarmulke was assaulted on a bus on the way on the way home from school by uh, some men at knife point. Um. The NYPD released videos of two recent attacks carried out by the same group of teenage suspects. One shows a group approach a 56-year-old Hasidic man on Christmas Eve in Crown Heights and then knock him to the ground. Minutes later, just blocks away, that same group hit another Hasidic man over the head with a folding chair. Why? Why? So it's it's gotten so prevalent and so bad that who's getting into the picture again? Curtis Sliwa and the Guardian Angels. Right, he's breaking out
0: that group again. Right, I was just reading about it, about him not long ago. It's interesting. Uh, it, it is fascinating. His story is pretty fascinating. It is, and uh, you know,
1: okay, he just came out with a statement. If they're going to attack Jews, they're going to pay the price. <laughs> they're starting to call the Guardian Angels as they did in the seventies, eighties, and early nineties. We shouldn't have to go back to that period of time. We became such a better city, and now we're beginning to slip back into the abyss. It's true. Seems like I mean uh, he's right about that. New York was becoming a pretty safe city. Yes, it was. Really sad to see this. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure Mayor
0: De Blasio's got a handle on it.
1: Oh, that yeah, you're in good hands with De Blasio and Governor Cuomo. Uh, They'll take care of this right away.
0: You're listening to Glenn
2: Beck.
1: Pat and Jeffy for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program, 888 727 B E C K. You can listen to my show, Pat Gray Unleashed, immediately preceding this show every weekday, Monday through Friday, and then anytime you want on the podcast if you don't like to get up early. Uh, Jeffy's podcast is always available. Usually, what time does it does it go up?
0: Uh, during mid afternoon, okay, uh, every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, chewing the fat. Just go to uh, theblaze.com dot com slash podcast and uh, click on that and subscribe. And it's free to you today to do that.
1: Wow, I know today and today and today. Well, and tomorrow. And, and the well, day after that but i'm just saying and it's then free today one don't, more day after that and the day after that don't bog me down with facts right, just okay. know that it's free okay. today <laughs> <laughs> all right so you can probably the best way the easiest way is just to go to theblaze.com slash podcast yes and then you know i guess can you choose it from there yes, which, you can. which format you want to use yes
0: you can click uh, the you can cool. click shows mm-hmm. and formats
1: and then please rate and subscribe it'd be awesome Uh, And by the way, there's great deals on subscribing to the Blaze TV, too. So uh, you can do that as well. Please. Meanwhile, what is happening in Texas? We ask that question every once in a while (laughs) because uh, there's reason for it. Uh, First of all, um, who was it that was talking about the fact? Oh, Beto. Beto O'Rourke was talking about the fact that uh, Texas is only nine seats away from Democrat control in the legislature. Besides that, there just seems to be a feeling and a force in Texas that is pushing us towards being a blue state. It's turning a little bit purple, people believe, and it just needs a little bit of a shove. And they're trying to give it that shove. Now, well, they
0: were hoping that with that with Beto, right? When yes, was up they were. Ted Unfortunately, Cruz. that didn't happen. No, it did not.
1: If Texas goes blue, if Texas goes to Democrats, Republicans won't win national elections. You got to have Texas. You have to. It's the most populous conservative state in the country I mean, by that's, far.
0: That's a fight we need to have because it I, is. It, I mean, it, it, the thought of I oh, could never happen to Texas. What are you talking about? I could never happen. Uh, it I, can <laughs> look around. It, I mean, I, I the, the metropolitan areas have a year ago,
1: year and a half ago. I w- I would have been right there with everybody else. Ah, shut I up. know That's not happening. In fact, I think I said it. Well, it is happening. <laughs> I mean, all it the is ma- happening. The major metropolitan areas all are. They already are. Houston, yes. Dallas, Austin for sure. Yes, I mean
0: Austin has been for a while. Yeah, I mean Austin is the is the mainstay of that, right? I mean that's the heartthrob of it.
1: Yeah, but San Antonio, you know, El Paso, they're they're all Democrat. I know. And then in the suburbs, you still we still got Republican yes, control of the suburbs, but even
0: that. The Republicans are loosening their grip on that. And the problem is is that we're allowing uh, people from other states to move here. And I don't know if you know this bad or not, but um, I, and I just this was just broke right now, breaking news. Uh, Texas just closed. <laughs> Texas yeah, is closed. It just closed. It just, so, yes, thank you. I mean, look, you, you can live anywhere you want, <laughs> just not Texas. <laughs> Maybe the wall we should be worried about is the one between us and, and California. I mean, people, look, that's what happens to a number of states and a number of cities and a number of places, you know, all over the country, right? You get people uh, an influx of new people and instead of realizing that, hey, maybe we need to, you know, rethink the way we did things before because that's why we had to move, mm-hmm. no, they fall right back into the same thought and process of yeah. we need to be just like we did before. No, that's which didn't work then.
1: It just doesn't make any sense that you would leave California because uh, California sucks. And then you would come to Texas and try to make it California. Right. Stop doing that. What are you doing? But it's happened all over the West. Uh, Californians have gone to Oregon, Washington, and tried to turn those. And they have. They've turned those into California. Uh, they're, they've gone to Boise, Idaho, and they're turning <laughs> that into California. They're trying to do the same thing in Utah. It, it just... I mean, stop infecting these states with your liberalism, please. By all that is holy.
0: But that's what gives the feel that Texas is is uh, is closer than I think it is flipping. You yeah, know, I, I don't know. It's Just maybe we are. Maybe we are closer.
1: It's, it's gotten it's closer. There's no. Up,
0: there's no doubt about that. Just it, give it,
1: up. And if we do give up, then uh, then you'll
0: see some changes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this just isn't the time for that. You know? I know it's a time for renewed vigor and uh, renewed effort because uh, everywhere we, we've got to stop it we have to stop it
0: right I mean look that's that's where we're at with with President Trump too right I mean, yes. he's I mean he's given us a lot of that renewed vigor man.
1: he has yeah he has he's he, you know he's made people really passionate
2: people yes he has if
1: the supporters of Donald Trump love Donald Trump and on the opposite end if you hate if you don't like him you really really hate him. Uh, we've seen that. It's amazing yes, polarization with Donald Trump. Uh and the effort to remove him from office has been uh insane. Uh,
0: it's well, been it has been insane. It, it has been insane. But that's that is, you know, one of the main reasons for that. It, there's plenty of them, but one of the main reasons is because of his renewed vigor for the love of the country yeah. and for saying we're not going to do it the way we did it before. Right. Now is that true with everything he does? I oh, I just right. I'm going back to that new, that new spending bill. just kills me. But, yeah, I know. Uh, but, I know. Uh, let's, let's, let that go. Stop talking about that. You're right. <laughs> just never mind. Let's that. just forget about it. The yeah, debt yeah. doesn't Don't worry about it. Don't yeah, worry we talked about, about, the about debt. it yesterday. Debt doesn't matter. I'm yeah. sorry. Pff,
1: that's old. sorry. That's old. That's old. That's old. We don't I need apologize. to talk about that. <laughs> um, but interestingly, Chris Hayes was had Al Green on his show, Representative Al Green, and he from Texas, by the way, from Texas Democrat, yes, uh, uh, an agonizing Democrat from Texas, and. He was trying to make the point that uh, these Republicans are spitting this old yarn uh, about the fact that uh, Democrats have been grasping at straws and have intended to impeach this guy since, uh, since right after the election for the last two years. And, and they actually say that you're one of the lead guys in that. What, what, do you, what do you have to say? Watch this. This is unbelievable. And leveled against Democrats during this entire uh, affair, particularly since September when the formal impeachment inquiry started. And you you play a starring role in those charges. I mean, the argument goes like this of, ha- of House Republicans and Trump and his allies, the president and his allies, is mm-hmm. basically the Democrats wanted to impeach Donald Trump from day one. They Ridiculous. cast it looking for a set of facts that they could plausibly <laughs> use to do it. Uh, and all of it was pretextual and reverse engineered uh, right, right. to get to this point. This Exhibit one,
0: Congressman Al Green, who's been calling for the man's
1: impeachment uh, for for two years now. What's your response so to that great. charge?
2: Uh, well, the uh, genesis of uh, impeachment, to be very candid with you, yes, please. was um, mm-hmm. when the the president was running for office. When he was? members of his Wait. own party <laughs> to talk about his unfitness <laughs> to hold office. Wait, what? Uh, the persons who were running uh, uh, against okay. him, Mr. Romney, spoke of his not being fit to hold office. Huh, really?
1: Oh, man. Isn't that surprising that the people running against him would talk about <laughs> him being unfit for office? <laughs> Let's turn to his opposition. Uh, and how do you uh, feel? And how do you feel about Trump? Was Trump uh, was he fit for office? No, 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 he's no not. he was not. No. He's not fit. Uh, so I, I because it came from Romney because they believe everything Mitt Romney says. You know, Al Green agrees with Mitt Romney all the time. It is a
0: beautiful thing to see Chris Hayes lay the groundwork of I'm giving you your out. Here you go. Was this was all you know? And rather down. than
1: taking the out, he confirms it go, go, goes farther and goes farther then the setup would indicate not only not only were we doing that uh, after the election, they were doing it before, before the
0: election. Yeah, it wasn't just days after. It was uh, negative days. Uh, yeah, to be candid, uh, this
1: started, uh, the genesis of this began uh, with candidate Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Uh-huh. Okay, so uh-huh. the obvious thing would have been to stop him and say, uh, I'm sorry, uh, no, Representative uh-huh. Green, you're saying you... You started the impeachment process before he was elected president? Uh, that's correct, that's Chris. That's correct, right. We hate him that much, Chris. We hate him so much that even the thought of him becoming uh, president made us sick to our stomachs, and we tried to uh, do something about it even before his election. That is incredible stuff. could
0: believe it, and finally
1: he was elected, <laughs> so... So we then we went ahead yeah. with all our yeah. plans uh, to impeach the guy. And, uh, and like you said, we, we did try to find the set of parameters that would fit into uh, an impeachment process. <laughs> this is what we did. So, uh, uh, yeah, you're exactly right. <laughs> the, the, the Republicans were exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> that is incredible. Not only it did sure he confirm is. everything Chris said in the setup, he went beyond it, which is, I mean, that's amazing. <laughs> sure is. It would have been great to interview Uh, chris hayes right after that interview and and say hey did you notice chris that he went even further than you know your preposterous setup about how the republicans are
0: spinning this thing he did no i thought he (laughs) confirmed everything i said (laughs) he confirmed that they had been working on it for quite some time in the past two years
1: uh that's amazing that he would admit it started before he was elected
0: the doors are open right they don't care
1: they don't they, they don't. they don't care. Mean, yeah, they. Al's like Al's like, look. Well, Glenn said years ago that they would just drop the mask. And the mask would come off, and they would show you their socialist tendencies, and they would show you their their plans because they believe that they've gone so far now that you can't stop them anyway. And, being and
0: that's the, what they're doing. And being the ball of fire that Al and Chris both are, uh, you know, he's just like, look, oh, yeah, we were doing it way before he was elected. I'm tired. <laughs> and we hate the guy. We want him out of office. All right, I gotta just is there coffee I can have somewhere? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, we obviously we have this irrational
0: hatred for him. Yeah, uh-huh. just like, we gotta get, we yeah, to get we him out of there. Yeah, it I doesn't mean,
1: matter what he's actually
0: done. We're gonna even 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 a guy that well claims to be a Republican, Mitt Romney, doesn't like him. So, <laughs> I mean, we, he's got to go. And that
1: too is amazing. It's like, yeah, let's go to the let's go to the uh, some other person who was running against him and find out what he thinks about him, uh, and we'll just take everything he said. Uh, as gospel truth, it's just ridiculous. It's like, is if you went to Bernie Sanders, would he say that Joe Biden is fit for office? No, no, no. he would not. He would say no, he's unfit. In fact, he is saying That's that. What- <laughs> Thank you, Bernie Sanders is saying that Biden is unfit for office. Uh, he's coming out pretty strong against him lately because it's it what it looks like in the latest polls is that this thing is boiling down to Bernie versus Joe. And so Bernie is calling out uh, Biden and he's saying, here's what he said. It's just a lot of baggage that Joe takes into a campaign, which isn't going to create energy and excitement. He brings into this campaign a record, which is so weak that it just cannot create the kind of excitement and energy that's going to be needed to defeat Donald Trump. Uh, it doesn't take much imagination to understand that Trump will be saying, you see this guy? He voted for NAFTA. And people are tired of the traditional types of campaigns in which candidates like Joe are running to wealthy people's homes and raising large sums of money. I hate it when wealthy people do what they want with their money. Me too. Yeah. Man, they shouldn't, they shouldn't have a First Amendment right to free speech. They shouldn't. They shouldn't. Thank have. you. Because they're wealthy. And Thank so that that means they're evil. They not have free speech. You know what? I'll tell them what to do with the money. Yes. I'll tell them what to do with the money. Let's yes. do that. I'll tell them how to make the money. I'll tell them how much th- how much they can make and then what they can do with it when they there make it. There you go. That's, that's what a, we'll do. That's a good idea. This class warfare stuff has to end too. But uh, I don't know. We, we, we've we got a situation here where uh, on the Democrat side, they're just all so terrible.
0: It's like. Uh, <laughs> right. And you say it's coming down to Bernie and Joe and, and Pete's the one that's in front. Yeah. Right? In, in Iowa. In Iowa. Right. I, I, yeah, I know.
1: In the latest poll, but it's been a couple weeks now, but the latest poll had uh, Buttigieg up 24 to 21 over over Bernie. Elizabeth Elizabeth, Elizabeth Warren had 18, and uh, Biden had 15. Whew. It's fourth.
0: That is not good for the malarkey tour.
1: But I just don't think that holds up for uh, Buttigieg in the later states. No way. Uh, I think it ends after Iowa New Hampshire for him. 888-727-BECK. It's Pat and Jeffy for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program.
2: You're listening to
1: Glenn Beck. Triple Eight Seven Two 727 beck It's uh, Pat and Jeffy for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. I'm sure Glenn will address this uh, when he gets back on Monday. But uh, we we didn't mention this yesterday. We lost Don Imus over the holiday break. Really sad. Really, really sad. Really
0: sad to see Don
1: go. Guy was a genius. I'm just a radio genius and a, and a legend. Uh, and I I didn't know him as well as Glenn does, obviously. But um, but just a funny guy and and uh, somebody who'll let you know how he feels
0: uh, from time to time. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which didn't, you know rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Yeah, it did. And a number it of did. people were. Uh, that he rubbed the wrong way. We're saying uh, some uh, some stuff that was made Mister Beck unhappy over the holidays. So I know he'll address it when he comes back. Yeah, uh, he was tough to compete against too. I know when we were
1: in the Hartford, New Haven area, and, and his radio signal came in from WFAN uh, when he was still there at the time. And I mean, it, it would go. It was a ratings battle back and forth all the time. He'd be number one once. We'd be number number one the next time. He'd be number one again the next time. It was. He's really. Really tough to compete against. <laughs> yeah. The guy, I mean, he just people love him. I loved him. And I think at the end he was on he, he stopped doing his show, I think, about a year and a half ago, right? He he retired maybe Yeah, he was not doing right April, now. I think, of twenty eighteen. And he was on a hundred radio stations still. Still. It's amazing. At seventy eight years old, he was on a hundred radio stations. Really something. So uh uh thoughts and prayers are with uh Deidre and then and, and his family his, his kids, uh, his sons and, and daughters from his previous marriage uh, but w- a really big loss in, uh, in the world and certainly in the radio world 888-727-BECK uh, we gotta tell you about this and this is happening in Texas a judge has just ruled that an 11 month old baby can be taken off of life support against the wishes of the baby's family we will tell you about that. It's just happening way too much now. Way too much. I don't know how, but it is. And it's right here in uh, the Metroplex in Fort Worth. Get into that and much more coming up on the Glenn Beck Program.
0: You're listening.